0: hello guys welcome back to murder mystery and sex today we're going to be talking about boundaries what does boundaries mean to you i'm going to let you in on six type of boundaries you deserve to have and how to have them and what they look like and how to maintain them so the first boundary is physical Physical boundaries include your personal space, your comfort with touch, and your physical needs like resting, eating, and drinking, right? It is okay for you to let people know when you don't want to be touched, when you need your space, and it is okay to let yourself know that you're hungry, you're thirsty, or you need a rest. Right. (laughs) Healthy boundaries with that, it, it may look or sound like, hey, I'm really tired. I need to sit down. Or another person comes up to you and you're meeting them for the first time and they try to hug you. You can let them know, hey, I'm not a big hugger. I shake people's hands, thank you though. You can tell yourself you need to eat and go grab something to eat. You know, it's not always what everybody else wants. Physical boundary violations, feel like receiving inappropriate or unwanted touches, being denied your physical needs, Or having someone come way too much into your personal space. And it makes you uncomfortable. And it's a serious just overstep of boundaries. And it's not cool. Get it together. Number two, emotional boundaries. So this is a pretty big one because a lot of people... They come to me and they're like, hey, I don't feel like this person is respecting or honoring my boundaries of how I feel. And I'm like, "Okay, well, you need to let them know. A lot of people do not like confrontation, but I'm telling you right now, emotional boundaries is something you need to have for your day to day life. And it's all about respecting and honoring. Your feelings and your energy. This boundary means recognizing how much emotional energy you're capable of taking in and knowing when to share and when not to share, right? Limiting emotional sharing with people who respond poorly. And respecting your emotional boundary means validating your feelings and having other people respect and validate your feelings as much as you do theirs. It's the ability to take in emotional information, right? And this is what it sounds like. When I share my feelings with you and get criticized, it makes me totally shut down. I can only share with you if you're able to respond respectfully to me. Don't get me wrong, guys. Constructive criticism is always good if it's in a positive manner. You have to know when to speak and when to not speak, right? So let me just give you an example of what a violation of this boundary looks like. One of them, you're dismissing and criticizing somebody else's feelings. They have the right to feel that way. Let me repeat it and let it sink in. Do not dismiss and criticize somebody's feelings. They have a right to feel that way. Emotional dumping. That's a big one, guys. It drains you of your energy, your time, everything, because there are people out there that feel like they need to save every and anyone, right? Um, false. That is such a wrong mindset to have. You are nobody's Jesus. You cannot save the world. This ain't Captain save a okay? You need to understand that everybody else has problems of their own. Everybody's going through some things, okay? Do not emotionally dump your problems, especially without permission, simple. Number three, this is a very big one as well because your time is important. We're gonna be talking about time boundaries. Let me let you know now, you need to conserve your time and utilize it how you want and need to, okay? I'm going to say this and I'm going to repeat it once, take out your notes, your emergency is not my urgency. I'm going to say it again, your emergency is not my urgency. What does that mean? Well, let me tell you, what you think is an emergency, first of all, probably really isn't. And second of all, I do not have to sit there and make it my urgency. I do not have to rush out every time you call me about the smallest inconveniences of life. Okay? Setting time boundaries is important at work, home, and socially. It means understanding your priorities and setting enough time aside for the other areas of your life without overcommitting. This can sound like, "I can't come to this event that weekend," or "I can only stay for 30 minutes." Other people can ask, do you have time to chat today? Not, A, I need you to listen to what just happened to me. That's not okay. Your emergency is not my urgency, okay? Simple. Number four, this is a very big boundary you need to set. I don't care who it is or who it's with. Sexual boundaries, Now, let me tell you, there are four types of boundaries in this entire boundary. I'm going to say it, I'm going to repeat it, and I'm going to let it sink in. Number one is consent. You need a yes or a no. Don't overstep by forcing them to say yes. Number two, respect. You need to respect their answer. Simple. Number three, understanding of preferences and desires. Yes, I will divulge into these a little bit more. But as of right now, I'm only saying you definitely need to understand people's preferences and what they like. And number four privacy Okay I'm going to say it all again consent respect understanding and privacy let that sink in Now Like I said consent you need a yes or a no <clears throat> You ask before you do anything. That is the main one that people fail to comprehend, really. Um, (laughs) Like, honestly, it doesn't matter, okay, if that person makes you think it's a yes. Because nine times out of ten, it's a no, You cannot force somebody into saying yes. You cannot. And I mean, you can't sit there and beg and beg and beg until they just give in. You cannot guilt trip somebody into doing anything for you because that is overstepping their boundary. They said no. Okay? The second one was respect. You need to respect that motherfucking answer. I'm so sorry for cursing, but there is no other way to put it. You need to respect whether they say yes or no to you. Okay? Number three, understanding of preferences and desires. What does that mean? Let me tell you. Most people in this world now, today, say that men are transphobic, are um, all these phobic, whatever, right? Because they don't want to get with a person who is transgender. A lot of these transgenders and people in the LGBTQ community are saying that everybody else that is a quote unquote cis man or cis woman is transphobic or homophobic because they don't want to be with anybody in that community. You're wrong. That's not respecting anybody's preferences. You're not understanding. They just don't like that men and women okay on the flip side a lot of these black men are complaining that white um men are getting with all the black women that is a preference black women you're complaining that black men are getting with white women that is again a preference Now, you don't have to overshare your preference, but you do need to make it clear, okay? Whatever somebody's preference is, you need to understand and respect that. The last one, privacy. I'm going to let you know now, this is very self-explanatory. And if you don't get it, Google it, okay? Okay? Now, let me give you some examples. Um, Hey, is this comfortable for you? Can you tell me what you like and don't like? I don't like this. Can we try something different? I don't want to have sex tonight. Can we cuddle instead? Or I'm not really into you. I'm sorry. Okay, that is healthy Boundaries okay, but violations, sulking, punishing, getting angry, not asking for consent, pressuring, like I said, unwanted comments, lying about con- contraceptive girls. This is a big one. Get it, get into the system, okay? Stop lying. About being on birth control. Stop trying to trap these men. And men don't get it twisted. Stop taking condoms off. Or not wearing condoms. When you sleep with these women. A. There's sexual diseases. And B. I'm going to tell you right now. You know, just as everybody else does, it only takes one time to get a woman pregnant. Think smarter and be safe. Now, number five intellectual boundaries. This boundary is your thoughts, ideas, and your curiosity, okay? This includes respect for the ideas of others and respect from others for your ideas, your thoughts, and your questions. This may sound like, I know we disagree, but I won't let you belittle me. Simple, okay? Does this mean you need to be accepting of all thoughts and opinions? Absolutely not. It's important to learn and recognize the difference between healthy and unhealthy discourse, okay? If someone is sharing their opinion that's inherently harmful, then you have every right to put a hard line in the sand and say, this is where you stop right now because I don't want to hear it. You can let a person know that you are not going to tolerate them the way they're speaking. And you can also distance yourself. Cut them off. You do not have to have intellectual discourse with anyone who is violating you or other people. Simple. The last boundary you need to set is material boundaries i.e. items, possessions like your home, car, clothes, jewelry, furniture, and money, okay? It is very healthy to understand what you can and cannot share and how people share with you, okay? This might sound like Yo, I can't lend out my car. I'm the only person on the insurance. First of all, stop giving out your car anyway. Stop it. Second of all, sure, I'm happy to share this with you. Just up. I need it back by Friday. Or we can't give any more money. I can't give any more money. But I'm happy to help in any other way. Okay. There is no wrong way to tell somebody no. Learn it now. Okay. Violations are when your property, your things, anything of yours is stolen or destroyed when they're quote unquote borrowed, right? or they're used to manipulate and control the relationships. The more boundaries we set, the more we recognize what healthy way we're living. It is more important to set boundaries and lose people than to let somebody walk all over you. With that being said, I bid you adieu.